Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. Wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast, a show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four... to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, Season 6, Episode 9, Side A. This is a podcast about less known music by less known artists. This side, Side A, is more fun than the B-side. It's more about the banter, We've got different sections. It's still about the music, but we have a bit of a giggle. Joining me every week to talk about music, I have Wayne and Mike. Hello, Wayne. Hello, everybody. You all right? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm splendid. Splendid. Good. I never good. said the word splendid in my life, I don't think. Mike, five, how are you? You good? Splendid, mate. Absolutely splendid. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm glad you're okay. Crumpets and cucumber sandwiches all round. Excellent. If you want to find us, by the way, listeners, you can find us at www.yhhtmpc.com. Over there, you'll find everything we do. You can join our members area. You can put, give us money. You can listen to other podcasts. There's loads of shit going on over there. Go check us out. Uh, also joining us this week, we have from our very own Dudley... Eddie Luna. Hello, Eddie. Hello. How are you? Blended. How are you? (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) So, Eddie, you're the first guest I can think of that we've got on the show that I haven't taken from the submission. We have lots, we have like hundreds and hundreds of submissions each week, and sometimes we put it out there for people to come on as a guest. You're the first person I've sought out because for some reason, lots and lots of people keep coming to me and saying, oh, do you know Eddie Luna? Do you know Eddie Luna? You should get her on your show. You should get Eddie Luna on your show. So <laughs> I finally gave it and I've reached out to you and you, you, you accept it. So thank you for joining us. Oh, no, thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. So Eddie, for those who might not know you, and it seems like everybody does, but for those that don't, do you want to give us a brief synopsis of who Eddie Luna is? Um, yeah, I'm Eddie Luna. I'm 26 from Dudley and I'm a singer-songwriter. 
I feel like that rounds it up quite well. Yeah, in a nutshell, brilliant, excellent. Obviously, we'll get to know you a bit better as the show goes on, and we'll have the artist spotlight towards the end, and you can tell us all about your music and what's going on. So, we're going to move straight into our first round. We're going to move into the icebreaker. Icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, each week, just as we can get to know the guests a bit better, have a bit of a, a laugh and a giggle and what have you. We play a few games. Each host who's running the show brings their own games. I've brought a few games. My first game that I'm going to be playing tonight, I think I've got three or four games. The first one's going to be, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't remember how many times this is like guess who <laughs> I've been getting this ready all day and I've already messed up that's the head to head Rich oh my god here we go right the first one we're going to do is Katie Reed's oh I haven't introduced the, the podcast AI have I sorry Katie we have a, we have an artificial intelligence on the podcast Katie so um, just want to say hello Katie uh, you okay hello Richie and the team I'm good thank you I couldn't help notice that you spit your dummy out of the pram last week. Again. <laughs> Care to tell us what happened, you big baby? No, I shouldn't have asked that. Yeah, okay. Um, obviously, you might notice there's a few episodes missing. I didn't put some episodes out because the sound wasn't very good. We've had a bad first start to this season. Last season, last season was fantastic. It was a brilliant season. Smooth running all the way through. The start of this season's been fucking horrendous. <laughs> and then... Um, Last episode, it was just glitching and horrible, and I couldn't put it out. And I, I spit my dummy out of the pram. I took down the website, I took down the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook. I took everything down. I was adamant I'm not going to do this podcast anymore. I've had enough. And then a day later, I um, put everything back up again. <laughs> right, okay, so that's, that's what's happened there. Right, we're going to move on to the first game. And Katie, you're going to read out some lyrics for us, I do believe. And what's going to happen is, if you can get the artist and the song from the lyrics that are being spat by Katie, shout your name and then give me the answer. Any questions? Do you get a point for the artist and a point for the song title? Does it matter? It's a comics breaker. Stop taking it too serious. Jesus. I'm a very competitive person. (laughs) Okay, so this is the first artist. And Katie, can you uh, spit some lyrics? In the time of chimpanzees, I was all monkey. Butane in my veins and I'm out to cut the junkie. With the plastic eyeballs, spray paint the vegetables. Dog food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. Mike. Kill the... Yeah. That, that is, um, oh, what's his bloody you name? You need to know the answer when you Yeah, when you no, check I do know the answer. The bloke that runs the Indian takeaway down from me played the tabla live with him. His name's Beck and the song's Loser. Yes, it is. I'll get you that, even though you're about five minutes late. Sorry. Oh, also, because of last time, we had complaints in the game that Mike, Mike had like 20 guesses on one of the... Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so you only get one guess per question. I see. It's All right, so, it. Katie, can you give us the next song, please? Our life is bigger. It's bigger than you, and you are not me. The lengths that I will go to. The distance in your eyes. I know I've said too much. I set it up. That's me. Sorry, I'm losing my religion. It is, yes, that is correct. Next song, Katie, please. I just want you close. 
where you can stay forever. You can be sure that it will only get better. You and me together through the days and nights. I don't worry cause everything's gonna be alright. People keep talking. They Eddie. can say what they like. Go. Alicia Keys. Oh my gosh, what's the song called? No one. Yep, that is correct. Well done. Oh, that bell tells me it's the end of that round. <laughs> that bell tells me it's the end of that round. Move on to the next game. And the next game is, according to my list, is songs in reverse. So I'm going to play some songs in reverse and do the same thing again. Call your name out and uh, give me the answer. Simple as. Nice. So this is our first song. <laughs> Oh, Mike. Go. Uh, that is... Oh, no, it's fucking... It's gone. No, it's gone. Sorry. I've got it. Edit, edit. Oh, did you? Sorry. Go on, go on, Eddie. <laughs> Pharrell. Um, oh, my God. Is it just called Happy? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, 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 correct. Yeah. Well done. Very good, very good. Right, next song. Wayne? Is it Eminem, Dom, the real Slim Shady? It is, yeah, well done. Very good. Brilliant. And next song. <laughs> oh, Wayne. Is it Jesse J price tag? It is, well done. Very good, very good. Okay. That was a... difficult, dude, that. <laughs> How are you doing, me? That bell tells me it's the end of that round. We're moving on to the next round. And the next round is popular songs done on the pheromone. That old shit's going to go awful. Right, okay. A load of people listening to this game. What's a pheromone? <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> Same rules apply. Call your name if you know what the song is. This is the first song done on the theremin. Mike. <laughs> Go on. It's Amazing Grace. It's not, but that's what I heard straight away as well. <laughs> no, it's not. I <sighs> thought, I mean, technically, it is. That was definitely Amazing Grace, but in this case, it's not now. So. What? Wayne. Go on. Uh, it's um, oh, it's Ed Sheeran, and it's um, oh god, I love that song. Uh, so much so you don't know what it is. I, 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 I can't bring the uh, perfect. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is there, is there a song on this planet that Ed Sheeran hasn't ripped off somehow? Like that's definitely amazing. <laughs> Even grace. amazing grace. Fuck it out. <laughs> How low is that? <laughs> I'm not sure. It sounds like Amazing Grace when Ed Sheeran does it. I think it's just because it was done on a theremin. Okay, this is the next song. <laughs> Wayne. Yeah. It's Zombie by the Cranberries. It is. Well done. Are you taking down notes of the scores, Wayne? Because I'm not. Of course I am. <laughs> I'm an absolute rabid loser, so of course I am. <laughs> this next song. 
Oh, Wayne. Is it see, really? a, see a chandelier? As if you got that. Unbelievable. Oh yeah, it is. All I could hear wow. was Amazing Grace, to be honest with you. I think it's just something about the therapy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, uh, that's the end of that round. We have one more game left to do with just a single game, and it's called a mix. What I've done is I've put five songs together. Wow. And then we're going to play at the same time, and you've got to listen to them. It's going to last 30 seconds, and you've got to try and find as many songs as you can. Um, I'm hoping... I've got this chat thing down here, guys. Now, if you can send me a private message while you're listening to with the songs that you hear, can you do that? But, but On the chat thing at the bottom okay. of the screen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> so you just so wanted to this... write the names of the five songs in the chat, yeah? Yeah. No. Okay, so you've got 30 seconds to get this. going to sound like an absolute fucking mess. Not going to make for good uh, listening at all, but see what you can get. Okay, so that was the big mix. Have you wrote down your answers? Yeah, I didn't realise you were going to play them all at the same time. I, I definitely <laughs> said that. How many, how many do people think they've got? Let's, let's start there. Oh, Two. yeah, how many of you got, Wayne? I've got four, I think. you got oh, four? Wayne. How did you get many? I've got three. Three. I've got two. Mike? No way, you're shit, Mike. I'm shit. Okay. One so of them's amazing, Grace. Press send, then let me see your answers. Okay. Ignore the way I talked to that. Mike Five, Single Ladies. I mean, you, cu- you couldn't miss that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, my I, put, heart I, put will go art- I put the wrong artist for my heart will go on, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, my heart will go on isn't, isn't on there. It's what? Not, no. you know, the, whatever, it's not Celine Dion, it's Whitney Houston. I will always that love one. you, is yeah, what you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very similar, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, same, I can same fucking shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, Eddie got all the single ladies correct. I will always love you correct. That's the one. Uh, never gonna give you up by Rick Astley correct. Uh, Fuji's Wayne yes. Rick Astley yes. Whitney Houston and Beyonce yes. Uh, the last one that you didn't get was Michael Jackson bad. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> no, he was in there somewhere. I think that'd be a lot easier if you didn't play them all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just do one at a time that'd be much better so you're a dick so uh, what are we scoring here Rick? Uh, so, uh, some, I don't know you t- um, point for everyone like Mike only got one oh. Mike got one Eddie got three and I got four okay so how many, how many points all together then to be fair Wayne didn't actually put the song names down so <sighs> I think he got none because I was too busy listening to the songs <laughs> <laughs> So what you got there, Wayne? I'll tell you what, Mike. I'll only get the one point for that, if you like. <laughs> uh, right, okay. So in third place, Mike comes third, obviously, with two. Uh, mm. Eddie comes second with five. And, yeah, I've won this again. Bye. Again. Valiant effort by Eddie, though. Oh, the guests yeah. usually do terrible. Yes, very, very I'm so, good. I'm a sore loser. I'm actually quite <laughs> upset. <laughs> you, did, you, did, you did much better than most of the guests, can believe me. Can we start me. again? <laughs> yeah, can we do it again? Now we have the, the answers, same... we have another guy. No, it took, me, it took me three hours to put that quiz show together. I'm not doing it again. 
<laughs> yeah, did you write down 50 of Elvis's films to then not have the episode put out? Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you did that and nobody got one. Oh, no, so I think I got just about got one of them. What a yeah. waste of time that was, anyway. No. <laughs> anyway. Right. At the end of that game, Wayne's a winner again. And we're going to move on to our next section now, which is the head to head. Okay, so this is the head-to-head. The head-to-head is where Wayne and myself, we bring songs that have been submitted to us through the emails, and we take some of the best of the week or the weeks, and then we play them. Uh, Mike, he brings probably a piece of music from Lights and Lines, his record label that he shamelessly uses this, <laughs> this section of the show to promote his artist on. I haven't this week. I just want to say I haven't this week. Wow. The, the thank, thank you for shamelessly promoting my record label just then. <laughs> 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 so we're going to play three songs and at the end of it we're going to decide which is our favourite song of the week and we'll all take a vote. So, way you can go first with whatever your song is. I mean... I've just looked at the scores and the scores make no sense at all to me because we're obviously we're in episode nine and we've got you've got I won't worry about the scores mate this season's gone to shot <laughs> we'll sort out a smooth second half to the season when I come back off holiday in July I forgot to mention at the start of the show this is the final episode before the mid-season break we'll be back at the start of July but yeah forget we'll, we'll start the, the scores on the head-to-head all afresh in the second half of the season so Wayne you can go first what are you bringing oh, thank you I am bringing a band called Beauty and Chaos and their song Kiss Me Goodbye.
Right, so Beauty and Chaos with their song Kiss Me Goodbye. This was sent to us at the start of May. Uh, and I just, it's one of those, you know, my MO for this year. If I like it, I play it. The description in their email says that it's uh, glam post rock, uh, which I totally agree with. Yeah, um, it's quite dramatic and theatrical. It's got like a, it puts me in my light of like a 90s action uh, film original soundtrack sort of thing it's somewhere between like indie pop and grunge as well it's my little bird going off in the background you'll hear that and there's some strong like goth inspired uh, elements to this as well the way it feels is quite industrial it's well produced I love that synth that comes in it sort of elevates the song a little bit but I couldn't really place the chap's voice it's got like a Bowie Eddie Vedder sort of feel to it with more pop inflections but uh I haven't watched a video for this, but I want these guys like draped in leather and bare chested sort of thing. You dirty bastard! <laughs> as uh, as as uh, our dear friend Katie got anything to say about these people? Um, don't know, Katie. Have you got anything to say about these people? Do you know anything about them? A collective of folks from different parts of the world with shitloads of accolades between them. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like that. That's much better than all the long bios and stuff. People say. Yeah, excellent. Right, uh, so Mike, you can go next. Uh, uh, what's the name of my song? Oh yeah, so um, I brought a song by the Amberbugs called "Losing's a Habit."
That was unnecessary. <laughs> I like the fade. Uh, so that was the Amber Bugs uh, with Lee's into Habit. I just absolutely, I heard this for the first time this week. It was the first track we played on New Music Saturday last night. It put me in the best mood I've been in for months. It's just got this twisty, soul scar swing vibes. The trumpet solo is brilliant. The guitar is really subtle, but the licks are really sweet sounding. The rhythm section's amazing. And then he's got this proper nice landed accent running through the vocal. Uh, it sounds really cool. I, I just, I fucking love it, to be honest with you. I think it's brilliant. Um, and I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's my choice for, for you haven't heard this music podcast this week. So um, there it is. I don't know if Katie's got anything to add. You got anything on this, Katie? Here is some bum forth Spotify because I couldn't be asked to string together a description of my own. Of themselves, they say, we don't want to be defined by a single idea and neither should you. There are experts and then there are generalists. Experts are great. You can be like, oh, you're the guy who knows about neutrino interactions in hot, dense matter. I know exactly what to do with that information. Alas, the amber bugs are not experts. We are generalists. I mean, okay, we're sort of an indie band, but that's like saying a curry is basically a chicken dish. It's not a banging curry without marinades. Spices, marinades. side dishes, and a mint choc, and a moist towelette to finish. And it's not a banging amber bugs tune without some scar seasoning, some juicy jazzy licks, and a tangy surprise you can't quite place to confuse your earbuds. <laughs> well, there you go then, that's them. <laughs> Made no fucking sense to me, I'm not going to lie to you. I like it, I like the curry analogy. It's better when it's not read by a robot, no offence, Katie. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so that was Mike. I'm going to go next then with Mike. I'm bringing Ailson. Ailson was the song I bought for the last episode that didn't go out. One, because it was so good, and two, because it's just easier. This is my song, Off the, Ro- off the Road. Not That's not the song at all. This is my song, Road Off Into the Sun by Ailson. You were golden in every way, sweet like 
summer peaches on a February day Held up in the stars and the moonbeams A songbird perching on top of a tree On top of a tree The skies with beautiful song struck up a choir to sing along. The heavens burst with harmonies so they could hear you sing. Don't weep for me. So that was Ailson with Road Off Into The Sun. Uh, Katie, do you have anything on these people, please? Ola Sun, an alt-pop band from Bristol, UK, fronted and formed by British-Norwegian singer-songwriter Albert Orissette. The name of the band comes from the small Norwegian town where half of Alba's family come from. Drawing inspiration from diverse musical genres, their sound fuses dreamy pop hooks atmospheric soundscapes, and alternative rock riffs. They've been compared to artists like Kate Bush, Florence and the Machine, and London Grammar. Yeah, uh, I brought this because it's absolutely brilliant. It's 
better than 100 times better than most of the stuff in the mainstream at the moment and especially in the charts her voice is pure you can if you listen you can tell there's hardly any production on her voice at all she's got an outstanding voice it's beautiful it's poppy but it's not too poppy you know they, they put a bit of edge on it with the guitars and the drums for me it's the perfect song I love it it's one of the best songs that I think we've had submitted this year so far so that's why I've brought it let's move on to the votes then let's see who prefers what Mike what did you prefer it's a um, difficult choice I think they're both really really good songs um, yours and Wayne's I'm going to go for yours because it had a I don't know a bit of a bounce a bit of a swagger a bit of a upbeat feel good thing about it I really enjoyed yours Wayne I thought it was it was quite nostalgic it reminded me of the 90s in many ways I did enjoy that but I think Richie just edges it this week for me Mm. Uh, Wayne so strangely was like I seem to remember Richie's song because he played it on the last episode so I'm just reading from my notes from last time she's great uh, so we got my attention from the start got the football highlights show uh, reel at the end all over it and I really do love those drums I got their influences that they said I could sort of hear that in there uh, Mike's Amber Bugs uh, Losing is a Habit um, the opening reminded me for some reason of Minder the old television show put <laughs> <laughs> me in mind of it oh I bet that's gone right over Eddie's head <laughs> uh, and his voice has got sort of a reminiscence of um, Randy Newman it, it, there was something in there that just put me in mind of it uh, I like that it's got that summer edge and that Hona sounding organ that they play throughout is just this I love that sort of stuff that's, that's where I live so I'm going to vote for Mike this week ooh you stain Eddie which was your which was your favourite do you know what I love them all but there was something about the second one with the trumpets. I forgot who played that one. That was me. Mike, that was Mike. Oh, I love that. That one takes my vote. Mm. Nice. Nice, nice. Well, um... <clears throat> Um, yours, Mike. I just kept hearing you've got a friend in me from Toy Story. But, um, <laughs> but I do love the, the blues in it, the jazz, the, and it kept mixing it up all the way through. It didn't stay the same. It was, but like even towards the end, he brought in like a, a new instrument that hadn't been played in the rest of the song. It was yeah, it was it was funky. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Yours is all right, Wayne. I'm gonna get to Mike. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh. You win, Mike. Excellent. Thank you. Ace. Not sure what that means this season. Not much. Probably nothing. This, this episode probably won't even air, so, you know. <laughs> no, exactly. That's what <laughs> no, I like about the comment earlier. We're going to go on a mid-season break and everyone listens going, I thought they just did that. Yeah, we'll come back in August and go, I've heard this Alison song somewhere before. I can't know where he's from, though. <laughs> oh, you bellends. <laughs> right, let's move on. Right, we're going to move on to the next section, which is the, uh, what's the next section, Wayne? It's the wild card. Okay, for those who are new to the show, the wild card is I go into the emails, the hundreds and hundreds and thousands of emails, and I'm going to flick through them, and at some point, Eddie Luna is going to shout stop. And we're going to land on a song, and that's the song we're going to play. Could be good, could be amazing, could be absolute horse shit. We won't know. <laughs> that's that's the fun of the wild card. So, Eddie, I'm when you're ready, ready I, I am I am now flicking through the emails. I'm flicking, I'm flicking, Stop. I'm flicking, I'm flicking. Okay, right. What do we have? Click, click. We have Alzen Eagles by 
No, that's not. It's Owls and Eagles with their song Enlightenment. Eddie, what happens here is we'll get a bit of a description from Katie now on who this is, and we've got to try and work out what we think the song is going to sound like. Okay. And if it's going to be good or bad. So, Katie, uh, can you tell us a little bit? Can you tell us anything about these people? Owls and Eagles, A2P psychedelic doom band from Calgary, Alberta, announced their debut album Patience Volume 1 and released the first single from the album called Enlightenment. Our story starts with Patience realizing her home has become poisoned by hate, greed, and corruption. She makes a choice. She chooses to leave this place she has called home since birth. For once in her life, she sees everyone for who they really are. Liars, cheaters, destroyers, killers of the land, pure evil at its fullest. She leaves and never turns back. Owls and eagles are Mark Russell on the bangy bangy boom crash splashes and mouth. Ross Ferguson on the bingy bingy bring bang guitar and mouth. Okay, um, that tells me fuck all. That tells me nothing. I, I, what did I say? Doom, psychedelic doom rock. Yeah, that's what it is. Psychedelic doom rock. I don't know what that is. It sounds batshit crazy, whatever it is. It's like doom rock, only it's a bit psychedelic. It sounds like a mushroom trip in a song. That's what I'm, that's what I'm expecting. What are you expecting, Wayne? Um, so you bring up psychedelic and you bring up doom rock it's going to be I think it's going to be like really sludgy it's going to be quite slow and it's going to have some sort of like like soundscape to it that's, that's what I've done and we're going to have some like you know remember the screaming I was doing the other week we're going to have some of that in there I think um, maybe your silent screaming my silent screaming yeah. <laughs> right um, I've, I don't, do you have any expectations Eddie? I feel like it's going to sound very experimental with loads of words in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just going to be filth. Well, they're two-piece, so if you're looking at two-pieces, you've got to look at, like, Death From Above 1979. That's sort of psychedelic rock. And I love Death From Above 1979. And then you've got, like, Royal Blood and people like that, and you know how that sounds. So you're looking for, like, a guitar that's going to be sounding like a bass, or a bass that's going to be sounding like a guitar. It's going to be really riff-driven. I'm expecting Pink Floyd. I can see a picture of these two guys. They seem... In, that, that look like them in the 50s. This is going to be Pink Floyd all over this year. Right. I think it's going to be some disgusting, fuzzy, bassy, awesome shit. I'm really going to enjoy it. We can but hope. So this is Enlightenment by Eagles and Owls. No, 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 no. This is Enlightenment <laughs> by Owls and Owls and Eagles. <laughs> Sorry, got them the wrong way. You can't get your birds the wrong way around. No, if you put the eagles first, they eat the owls.
So that was Owls and Eagles, was it? Yes, it was Owls and Eagles with Enlightenment. Some rocky, fuzzy, grungy shit, just like Wayne said it would be. It's six minutes, I mean, it's a bit, a bit long for me. He was very vocal, he was very angry. <laughs> um, he clearly meant what he was saying. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What did, what did you did you like that, Eddie? Is that your cup of tea? I mean, I feel like parts of it were quite hard, actually. I respect it. <laughs> okay, Mike Wayne. Uh, yeah, I didn't feel like six minutes to me. To be fair, there was like a minute of intro. Where I was like, oh, this is going to be. Yes, not- no, it was a minute twenty-five. A minute twenty-five of intro. Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, I'm not sure I'm going to be right about this. It's not going to be some filthy thing at all. And then it did get really filthy. I, th- I, I liked it. I, I do like that kind of music. I thought it was decent. I thought the production was a little bit. I don't know. It's a little bit one-dimensional. It's a bit thin for that sort of music. You almost want it to be like absolutely fucking massive. You don't need that harshness on the cymbals. Like I know they're making a point where it's all crashing and everything but I don't think you need the harshness on it I think you could do something with the bass but the song and everything was was pretty decent um, yeah it was good it didn't I don't know like the Amber Bugs one we listened to earlier I think part of the reason everyone liked it is because it sort of built on itself and every every verse had something that was added to it this didn't really do that but apart from that it was a good song I liked it um, yeah, we had an intriguing start, didn't we? You know, and then you're like, as soon as I started up, I went, "Well, this is concept album shit, isn't it?" That, well, that's what this is. It's, it's yeah. exactly where they're going. Um, it's exactly like I said, like I thought it was going to be. I mean, they just fuzzed up a Les Paul. I feel like if you're going to be a two piece, a you can't cheat because you said you're a two piece and there was a bass in there. So just say you're a band and and just have that. Don't call yourself a two piece. Call yourself a two piece band. So. When the bass comes in, I go, who the fuck's playing that bass then? Because there's only two members of this band. So you couldn't replicate this live. <laughs> and... I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I feel like there are baritone guitars out there you could do that with. You you could go out there, you could buy yourself a nice six-string baritone, a nice six-string sort of hybrid bass guitar that, that would do what you want it to there. You don't need to do... Because the, the bass is only following the guitar. There's nothing separate from it. So you could you could have that playing together. And it gives you a dimension and it gives you something to watch because it's, you know, that sort of sound coming out of Tuya. Whereas this is produced... I agree with you, Mike. It's, it's quite thin for, for this sort of music. It became very indulgent for me, unfortunately. I was a bit like, okay, lads, you're, you're labouring a point here. You need to, you know, push this on a bit faster. Um, and the blatant rip-off of Black Sabbath riffs in, like, the middle section of the <laughs> yeah. list, it's like, you think Ed Sheeran's going to get fucking sued? Don't release this, lads. I'll fucking take you... I'll, I'll take your house from you. Also, don't send it to a podcast where three people are from Dudley if you're going to rip off Black Sabbath. <laughs> 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 I think the other, like... To be honest, they would benefit from having a bass player because a you don't need to be a two piece. There's nothing clever about it. So just get a bass player, like find a friend. But also b they might have sort of been a critical friend that sort of said maybe this is a bit long and maybe we don't need to rip off Black Sabbath. Like maybe you need another voice in the room. So um, that you know, Rich said Pink Floyd. That's exactly what they went for there. You know, it's it's sort of like yeah, yeah, and the fucking yeah. mist almost yeah, Pink Floyd and and all the all the bands in between. You know, with with that psychedelic rock in there. So they they hit their mark. It's just whether it suits somebody like me he doesn't suit somebody like me at all it's just not for my it's not for my ears that's all there's a band called Southern Baptist Witch Coven who are amazing and these guys should go and check them out and learn some lessons from them they would have a lovely time
These guys are in the 50s. They ain't going to be learning no lessons from anyone now. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, yeah, I agree with everything that's been said. I'm not going to go into details because I don't have any details. You know, I just thought it was shit and very um, forgettable. <laughs> and, oh and it's not, not my cup of tea. But oh, wow. I, I thought it was shit. Music is subjective. What My, my shit is somebody else's goal. So, you know... Somebody, there's people out there that are absolutely going to love it and it's not bad it's not badly produced it's just not my cup of tea just got this image of someone standing outside your house fishing for your waste pipe and you going my shit is somebody else's gold <laughs> <laughs> right okay with all that said and done we're going to move swift actually but before we move on Eddie um, what is your cup of tea when it comes to music that's so difficult. I have such a, a broad spectrum. I feel like at the minute though, I'm listening to a lot of, um, oh, what would I put it in? Like old rock and roll. Like Billy oh, yes. Holly. Okay. I feel like I'm going backwards instead of forwards at the minute. I need a break from what's going on. It's better than anything instead of fucking out now. Don't put Radio 1 on. <laughs> Turn off Radio <laughs> 2, just put fucking Greatest Hits on, because everything else is shit. No, it's true. You have to go backwards to find the best music. Is that where you get your inspiration from? Yeah, when I first started to learn playing guitar, it was all like Buddy Holly songs and stuff like that, so I haven't listened for ages, so going back, oh, I'm in heaven again. <laughs> Excellent. Right, we're going to move on then, we're going to move on to the next section, and the next section is the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode. Go! So the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go is each week we get uh, a new genre selected from the genre bible and we go away and we try and find an artist in the submissions or on Twitter that does music in that genre and we bring them along. Most weeks we can't find anyone because the genres are very obscure so we end up making a piece of music ourselves. This week we had Happy Hardcore and I thought we'd have some submissions for Happy Hardcore but there was nothing so I've had to go away and create a piece of music myself in the uh, genre Happy Hardcore. I've had to st- I've stuck to the, the rules of the, uh, the, the game if you like. We can't spend no more than 90 minutes creating the song or the piece of work and for me Wayne doesn't stick to this one but for me it has to be Beastie Boys themed usually intergalactic so I've infused intergalactic by the Beastie Boys with happy hardcore to the best of my ability in 90 minutes I think it took me less than 90 minutes to do this to be fair Uh, you've got something as well Wayne? I have, yeah. Uh, mine is even shorter than 90. Mine's about 60 this week. It's five tracks. That's all I put down. It's really simple. Mine was about four or five tracks, yeah. Yeah. Are you uh, familiar with ha- Happy Hardcore, Eddie? Um, I mean, I can imagine. I'm excited to find out. Can you remember the song, I Want to Be a Hippie? I want to be a hippie and I want to get high. Um, I can't <laughs> say that I do. I've never heard of that either. <laughs> No, okay. What about um, Sco- Scooter with um, oh, the, the... Is Scooter Happy Hog? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I fucking love Scooter. Scooter? No, no what, the, what was that song they did, uh, Scooter? Tie your shoes. 
<laughs> mine, uh, my song actually has the line tie your shoes in honour of you, Mike. So does mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Wayne? Do you want to bring your song first? I'm so excited. I am now. I'm excited. I haven't done one for a few yeah, weeks. So, uh, a quick one. Happy Hardcore is a sub subgenre of hardcore dance. Uh, emerged from the breakbeat hardcore rave scene of the early 90s and it normally has a tempo of about 200 BPM with uplifting, sometimes sentimental vocals and it's known for its relentless energy and uh, bouncing melodies. My song is called Bunny Ears and the entire thing is based around a rhyme that you teach children how to tie their shoes. (laughs) Yes. So this is called Bunny Ears uh, and I'll play it for you now. is the scooter song is it I had that in my head the whole time fantastic oh you legend I can't believe I missed this challenge I think you're I don't really want to play mine now I think yours is a lot more clo- lot closer to the genre than mine because it's got it's, it's more punchy than mine but yeah I'll play mine anyway so uh, mine is intergalactic happy Richie hardcore and it goes a little something like this Oh, 
Oh yes. Uh, wow. Oh my god. How, why did I miss this? Was I not on the last episode? No, this week? no, you, no you oh, weren't. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. This is. So Should we do it again for next yeah, time? Yeah, let's just do the same one. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We'll do. Me and mine will do a different one. But you've got to bring a happy hardcore for the next one after 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 the mid-season break. All right, I'll give it a go. I love that so much. This is just a quick interruption to the show. Although Mike didn't bring a intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go piece for the episode, he did contact me two days later and he sent a piece over. So we're going to play that for you now. So this is Mike Five's attempt at the genre happy hardcore with his track Jump. <laughs> Try your shoes Get ready Any second now we're gonna go crazy One, two, one, two, three, four, jump Do you think we 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 uh... you fucking nailed the genre? If that's what you're asking, absolutely Don't brilliant. Do. Yeah, you are both legends. I love you guys. Excellent. <laughs> oh. What did you think, Eddie? Be honest. Um, do you know what, guys? I feel like you really did something there. <laughs> <laughs> A great introduction to the genre. Thank you. Ice. <laughs> Right, so that was Happy Hardcore. We need to choose a genre for next time after the mid-season break. Have you got the genre Bible, yeah, it's in Wayne? my hand, dear boy. Do you want to pick a letter from 1 to 10, Eddie? Um, <laughs> pick a letter from 1 to 10. <laughs> yeah, just pick, pick a letter. Any letter. E. E? Yeah. Okay. There are two pages of E. Page one and page two. Um, page two. There are roughly 35, so between one and 35. 30. Are you counting up instead of counting backwards, Wayne? Oh, I was thinking that. Yeah, I was making sure because it's actually 33, so I didn't want to get it wrong. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, on the next episode, we're going to be doing the genre of Eric's experimental hip-hop. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Now then. And if you're unsure, right, the description reads here. A fusion of experimental and hip-hop music. Interesting. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. 
That's good. In that. the style of Beastie Boys, I'm going to smash this. <laughs> I, th- I think I might be sitting this one out. <laughs> I might have to do this. I'm a happy hardcore. <laughs> oh, anybody can produce a hip hop beat. Piece of piss. <laughs> anyway, I've not one non-experimental one now. It might be in three four instead of four four. Do it in three four, but take out every seventh beat. <laughs> no, right. Okay, so that's what we're doing next time. Well, that was fun. We're going to move on. We've got two more sections. We've got the uh, history and our artist spotlight, where we'll talk with Eddie all about her and her music and everything, Eddie. So let's move on to the history section. everybody, welcome back to History Corner. Uh, on the last episode that wasn't aired, unfortunately, uh, Richie asked me to go and find the first horror song. Uh, now, you know this, this section, I'll go back in history to try and find the song. You, you type horror song into Google and you don't get nothing. It's, it needs a specific genre search. So you put uh, horror song into Google and all they kept showing me was the top 10 dark songs and the top 10 uses of songs in horror films which basically are The End by the Doors and Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath so uh, I sort of refined the search a little bit and ended up on oldest terrifying songs and I came across this genre called Murder Ballads which is a new one on me but it's been going for absolute centuries and one of the oldest songs I could find is a song called The Twar Sisters uh, which is a dark folk tale of a uh, jealous, murderous love triangle. And it first appeared in print in 1656 under the title The Miller and the King's Daughter. The song has many different titles and arrangements and lyrics over the years. Obviously, you know, it's 1656, and it changes from area as well. So somewhere like where, where we are now in the Midlands will be different to up north, which will be different to Scotland, which will be different to Wales. But it's all the same song, just variations of it. Uh, which got me really intrigued into this, so I just thought it's fantastic. Uh, but they all basically, they are all based around the same theme of these two sisters who are vying for the love of one man who favours one over the other, and then in most of the cases, the eldest sister kills the youngest and gets her man. Uh, the song has over five, uh, the song, sorry, the song has been released over 500 times uh, and re- different versions, different releases, uh, under different titles, such as uh, Binori, Ninari, the Miller's Daughter, The Bonnie Swans, The Cruel Sister, the list goes on, I promise you. But apart from being a British folk classic, it's reached further than that. It landed on Scandinavian soil, where Sweden, at this moment in time, has 125 versions of this song. Uh, just Sweden on its own has that. And there is no clear origin to this song, it's, uh, which is just another reason why I absolutely love it. It just appeared in print, and it's one of those that was sang around a campfire, you know, by wandering minstrels in the 15th century. Um, the term murder ballad is exactly like it sounds, it's a ballad that deals with crime, murder, death, that sort of thing. Uh, and the lyrics always form part of a narrative. Uh, some popular murder ballads are the Ballad of Hollis Brown by um, Bob Dylan, Nebraska, Bruce Springsteen, Open Pit Mine by George Jones, and Long Black Vale by Johnny Cash. Now, I've done something different this week. I haven't brought the song. I've actually recorded the Trois Sisters myself with some terrible folk singing over the top. No way. But here we go. This is this is uh, the two sisters by my good self. Two 
sister side by side Sing I dum, sing I day There were two sisters side by side The boys are born for me There were two sisters side by side The eldest for young Johnny cried I'll be true unto my love He'll be true to me as they were a-walking by the foamy brim Sing I dum, sing I day As they were a-walking by the foamy brim The boys are born for me As they were a-walking by the foamy brim The eldest pushed the youngest in I'll be true unto my love If he'll be true to me so away she sank and away she swam Sing I dum, sing I day So away she sank and away she swam The boys are born for me So away she sank and away she swam Until she came to the miller's dam I'll be true unto my love If he'll be true to me the miller he took her gig old ring Sing I dum, sing I day The miller he took her gig old ring The boys are born for me The miller he took her gig old ring Then he pushed her in again I'll be true unto my love If he'll be true to me Yes, I'll be true unto my love, if he'll be true to me. Was the, was the original played on electric guitar? <laughs> no, of course it wasn't. But there is a version of Clannad, which is what I've sort of stole that from. There is about ten different verses, and it goes right the way through. So I've sort of picked the verses that I like. So there's, I think there's five verses I did there. There's about ten verses. And it goes from the two sisters and how they are together, then young Johnny turning along and, like, favouring the younger sister to then the elder sister getting jealous pushing her in the water then she tries to help her out and the younger sister says you can fuck right off I saw what you've done she ends up at the mill uh, the miller pulls her out takes the gold ring off and then fucking drowns her uh, and then the miller ends up being hung and the last line says that the elder sister was boiled in lead. And you don't know how you got to her boiling in lead. So it's it's one of those. But I, I, this is one of my favourites. This has been an absolute fascinating drive uh, along. And there's just so much more to it than than my little five-minute section could do. And I just I fancied having a go. The minute I saw I could, uh, could play it, and I just thought that's quite simple. I, I fancied having a go. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed that, Wayne. Well done. Very good. Ooh. Clap, 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 clap. Fantastic. Mm. Really, really good, wasn't it? And, well, you've got plenty of time to choose a history subject for next time. Actually, do it, do, does anybody have anything, like Mike or Eddie, any, anything you'd like? Wayne to go, Wayne, look at or research, music wise. Where did the first this come from? Where did the first that come from? I was just thinking about it, and I, I'm not sure how to frame it as a you know, where did what come from? But I've got a, pay- a playlist of folk songs and there's a version of that song you just played on it. Like, and I just love stuff like that. Just like this, there's the Battle of Harlow and Hindettin and all sorts of stuff. I'm kind of, I don't know what the question is, but if you, 
I'd love you to go down that route again and find something folky and pick a question in that area that leads you, you know, to something 500 years ago that people still do versions of now. Uh, but I don't know how to frame that as a question. Maybe the first known Celtic song. Oh, fucking hell. Mm. Yeah, that, that'll need some Googling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the first folk song, isn't it? If you're going Celtic. Anyway, yeah. Try that. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I, I know it's not the greatest version in the world, but I, just, I thought it was 500 versions. I'm going to chuck my own out there and say that. Say that That's great. Yeah, yeah no, I thought it was really, really good. It was really nice to them. I think the one that I've got is quite, like, speedy, yeah. uh, I seem to remember. Yeah, happy Hardcore. We should have done that in Happy Hardcore, <laughs> Wayne. You should have mixed the history with the genre re- and really fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the one I've got is kind of more like, hey, ho, when the bottom yeah. you when you have a double one piece. That's, that's that pretty much how they go. I, I, I went the other way with it and slowed it right down, yeah, yeah. being a ballad. Because this is probably, I've probably shaved about, what, 35 BPM off this compared to Clonad's playing it at and I was like no I'm going to play it even slower than that you rebellious bastard you <laughs> you're such a punk Wayne <laughs> and there was points where I picked up my, key- my keyboard and was like oh I could put a bit of a penny whistle no 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 leave it alone then it's, it's already bad enough don't do no more to it have you got a penny whistle on um, on my keyboard I have yeah I think oh I see yeah. oh, I thought okay right no don't do that oh that would sound fucking awful <laughs> my entire happy hardcore was recorded on my keyboard don't be like that yeah but not with a penny whistle no. sound like no. you know it, the keyboards are good for certain things right they're yeah. not good for mimicking penny whistles really no not well. yeah. right okay with that all said and done then um, we're going to move on to our final section of the show which is the artist spotlight Eddie Luna, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thanks for having me. I've had the best time, honestly. That <laughs> sounded so genuine. It, it's the accent. <laughs> yeah. Come no, on. I know. I know. Um, so, Eddie, how is this the first time we've heard of you? I mean, you you're practically down the road from us. So, how long have you been doing this? Do you know what? Everyone says forever, don't they? But I generally have been doing it forever, but I'd say professionally for the last five years. So you're a professional? Yes, I'm a professional. So, listen, I've I've had a listen to the song and it's very well produced. Obviously, you come from Dudley. Where do you you produce your music? Um, Well, all over, really. Um, I do a lot of it in London, but recently, because usually I do a lot of... um, a lot of jazz ballads and you wouldn't think that from listening to the the song I've sent over to you guys but um, I've tried to put like a little spin on the ballads at the minute so I've been working with someone called Zach from Birmingham okay and he's really brilliant I've had the best time with him and if I was to ask you about a genre what genre your your music is would you be able to put it into a genre or would you say that your music is quite eclectic happy hardcore (laughs) Happy hardcore. No, do you know what? I think that I always say if you were to take apart like the chord structures and like the melodies of my music, it's always jazz rooted. But the genre that you'd put the final song into, it could end up going anywhere. I like to go up and down the board. Okay. Inspiration wise, who would you say are the big players behind your writing and your music? Oh, that's difficult. There's a, there's a big collection, actually. I'm very like, heavy on um, Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald. 
And then, like, I get a lot of my, like, political writing in some of my songs from Skunkamancy. And then it can go through to Hotus Coyote and uh, Leanne Havas. Like, it's literally... I'm here, there and everywhere. Okay. And what kind of themes do you touch on in your music? Um, it's mainly relationships and mental health for me. Uh, you bring in a song that I couldn't find anywhere on the internet, so I'm presuming it's not released yet. You are the only one that has it, actually. No Ooh. shit. <laughs> okay. Do you want to tell us a bit about this song? Um, yeah, this song is called I'm So Tired and this was another one that started off as a jazz ballad and someone challenged me and said, look, try and make it into a dance song and see what happens and I was like, do you know what? For the first time in my life, I'm going to give it a go and this was the result of that. Nice. So you've given us the exclusive on this? Yeah. No fucking way. How about that, lads? <laughs> that's, that's amazing, isn't it? I feel very privileged. I'm going to ask you a silly question. Actually, you, the Wayne and Mike can ask you a silly question as well before we play a song. My, my silly question is, um, it's two parts. The first part is you're on, um, you're on an airplane and you're going on holiday. Mm-hmm. Where, where are you going? You can go anywhere in the world, anywhere you like. Where are you going? Uh... For a week. No, it's actually, it doesn't matter how long you're going, you're just going. I'm going to Japan. Japan. Tokyo. Yes. Yes, I want to go to Tokyo. So bad. Yeah, I'd love to go to Tokyo. Um, Okay, so you're going to Tokyo. It's going to be a long flight. You've got an MP3 player. I don't know if you remember MP3 players. I'm well versed in an MP3 player. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you can only, your phone's fucked, it's not working. All you've got is this MP3 player from 20 years ago, and all you've got on your computer is WAV files, so you can only stick two songs on this MP3 player. What two songs do you stick on? They're the only songs you can listen to on the flight. On the flight, okay, well, I'm the most anxious flyer that is on the planet. I spend every flight crying so I would probably put Amazing Grace song A okay. and song B Ed Sheeran's version <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the theremin yeah uh, and then the next song it would probably be another gospel song of any of your choices because I would get one of you guys to do it in um, Happy Hardcore Happy Hardcore <laughs> <laughs> Oh gospel song in Happy Hardcore What do you reckon Wayne what do you reckon you'd do I've seen the lot <laughs> Yeah I'm still getting over Playing Amazing Grace <laughs> When you're having a panic attack On a plane Because it's normally What they play at a funeral Isn't it you know, it's <laughs> Nothing but prayers On a flight for me Does this little light of mine Count as um, gospel that This little do. light of mine Yeah I'll do that Happy Hardcore That bit That bit a banger and hard, a happy hardcore that would what about son of a preacher man as happy hardcore that'd be good oh yeah no 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 don't no don't ruin it it's it's, <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> so uh, do you want to ask it a stupid question mike i mean the answer to that is always yes i've got well yeah okay so if you could uninvent one thing what would it be fuck me what's that got to do what? with music nothing <laughs> um if i could invent one thing no uninvent so get rid Only of then. get rid of something that you fucking hate. Oh, <laughs> Put it in um, room 101. It's like putting it in room 101, only without the copyright issues. <laughs> I would uninvent TikTok, take it away. Oh, really? But then how would clocks work? Um, <laughs> I'm sure the same way, you know. You wouldn't know, would you? You wouldn't be able to hear it. <laughs> you absolute dick. Right. <laughs> 
you brought me into that. Um, I've got a serious, I've got a se- well, not a serious question, but music-related question, uh, if I may. So, what's your first memory, like your first musical experience that you really remember going, oh wow, this is something? Um, I mean, I feel like there's been loads, but the one that stood out for me, and this is about to sound crazy, but um, I went to a Justin Bieber concert when I was younger. That does sound crazy. And I used to think that I was like, in love with Justin Bieber, and I went to the concert, and I remember everyone had their little lights up, and Justin Bieber was in a heart in the sky, like it was all very cliche. Uh-huh. And I remember I looked around, and in that moment, I was like, no, no, I don't, I'm not in love with Justin Bieber, I want to do that. And I was just sobbing in the audience. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> That I wanted to be in the sky in the heart. Not, not what you're thinking, Richie. Not, I want to do oh. that. Oh. <laughs> like, Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not in love with him. I just would. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wayne. Oh, fucking hell. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was worse, Mike, your, your serious question or your stupid question. I don't know which one was worse. <laughs> Did you expect the answer to that one? Um, to go down that route? Right, uh, Eddie, right. Um, fuck, you throw me for a fucking loop. Um, oh, before we go any further, I want to just put this out. Room 101 is not where you put things to put them out the way and, and dispose of them. That really upsets me, this, because this is what the stupid TV <laughs> show has done. No, I really fucking pisses me off. Wait, I just want you to know that this is going to be edited out. It's fine. You put stuff in room 101 because it's the worst thing in the world and it's going to torment you when, when the ministry got hold of you in 1984 because that's where it comes from. Room 101 is from George Orwell's 1984 and that thing will then fuck you up in when they get hold of you. So it's rats yeah. for Winston. So... It really pisses that me off. That was really eating you up, wasn't it? It, it, it drives me mad when I watch it on television. They go, we're going to put that in room 101. Do you know why he's going in room 101? Fucking idiots. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, would, I would like to point out, though, that I just said, what thing would you uninvent? I had nothing to do with room 101 in this conversation. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> right. It's fine. Do you want to ask Eddie Luna a question, Wayne? <laughs> now that I'm on run. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Eddie, if you could replace one musician in any song and you would get the plaudits for that whatever you replace what musician would you replace and what song would it be on so I always go to if you could replace Roger Taylor on playing We Will Rock You and you'd be responsible you would get the credit for writing the drum part for We Will Rock You what song would it be and who would you replace okay look can it be vocals as well or does it just have to be anything musically yeah um, I would replace Michael Jackson on Thriller. Oh, oh, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Let me have a go. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever performed that song? Um, no, I wouldn't. De- look, do I not get Michael Jackson's vocal cords as well? Or is it just no, 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 sure. No, you'd you'd be singing it. You would, you would get it. Oh, bloody hell, no, I don't scratch that. <laughs> um, no, I'll keep that, actually. But why not? It's a, it's a big shout. I like it. You wouldn't have to work for the rest of your life. Exactly. And I wouldn't have the whole controversy surrounding me if I would did it, so it'd be fine. <laughs> controversy's <laughs> not <laughs> Have you, never, have you never dangled a baby off a balcony? Oh no, nor the rest. Yeah, you haven't lived. <laughs> I don't know, Rich, I don't know if we do this, but like as a sort of extra bit for people that pay to listen to this on Patreon or whatever. Can Nobody we pays what? our Patreon, mate. Apart from you and Wayne. So this is, what have you about to do is for you and Wayne. Oh, that's right. Well, I was just going to ask Wayne the same question. I want to know what... I know he's not the guest, but I want to know who Wayne would um, fill in for. It's the same every time for me. It's Kirk Hammett on uh, The Unforgiven. 
I would write his guitar part. That would be me. I would get oh, that nice. because that is That's a fucking right. incredible cool. uh, piece of guitar. Richie, ah, oh, I don't know. I'd probably, um, I'd probably take uh, Eric Satie's Gymnopede Number One. Nice, <laughs> and that, that would obviously be piano. Excellent. Very good. I think I'd just replace the bloke from Scooter and be the guy that shouts "Tie your shoes." Tie your shoelace. <laughs> Which uh, I think is the same bloke who used to do the voiceover for the X Factor. <laughs> Pretty sure. Tie your shoelace, Rachel Adadeji. Same bloke. I was about to say, is that the Geordie bloke? But that's Big Brother, is it? I've never watched any of these things. So anyway, know. we're ranting now. So Eddie, I want to thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, did you tell us what this song's about? Um, I can't bloody remember, did I? It's been a long time since we talked about the song, to be fair. Just do it again. So tell us about this song. <laughs> what is this song about? This song was, uh, it was a period of time for me where I was just very, very fed up of all aspects of existence. So I put it in a song. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh, that, that's, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. So, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us again. Mike, five. Thank you. Wayne, thank you. Uh, this has been, you haven't heard this music podcast, season six, episode nine, side A. Hopefully, this week, this one will go out. Until next time, I've been Richie. I've been Wayne. I've been Mike. And our guest has been Eddie Luna. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, if indeed. Yeah. You still are. Move the oceans cause I could Pull the moon into your palms But I can't I can't Take it as I go When it's so I'll let you know When I hurt you it's so hard But I can't I can't I'm so
Not what I was not what I was expecting. Really? Your Dudley accent just completely went out the window, didn't it? <laughs> it is a shock to the system, isn't it? A bit different. And uh, you said that's a a new genre venture for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Are you happy with it? Yeah, it's so cute. And do you know what it is? I really enjoy singing it. Um, like the the stripped back acoustic version as well. Like I, I'm glad that I still get to do the balance with everything. Do you think you'll carry on doing this kind of music? Um, I'm not sure. I feel like I'm very, I'll go whichever way the wind blows in my spirit. So next week I'll probably be doing rock and roll. Who bloody knows? I'm still doing myself. <laughs> and I'm lucky that the label agrees with me. Until next time, I've been Richie. I've been Wayne. I've been Mike. And our guest has been... Eddie Luna. Thank you all for listening, if indeed you still are. Wrong mm. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's really jazzy. That's a strong start, <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.